What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your her your your host. I'm your host. I'm your host. I am your host, Colonel and Dad Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and resident, uh, sorry, still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? What's going on, Garrett, man? It sounds like that intro, uh, intro should have been rehearsed it. Yeah. Should have rehearsed it. It's been, a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been, been a couple of weeks since we've done a show and <laughs> got to get out of practice. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I should have just been standing in the mirror all morning, <laughs> just practicing my lines. That's, that's what I normally do. I usually <laughs> memorize the entire show. It's all, it's actually all scripted. You guys don't realize that, but our show totally scripted. I'm an incredible writer. Long. All of JJ's jokes come from my head. <laughs> in reality oh, I, I don't well. speak like that at all I've never spoken about anything getting hard or any of that stuff everything that I say is all uh, it's all acting all theatre based on the way that Garrett thinks and talks I don't know if I want to take credit for anything that's come out of JJ's mouth so maybe I take that back it's too um, late dang it you've already the let the cat out of the bag yep. people can clip that and that is on the internet forever um also joining us here in the podcasting studio is the heavyweight podcasting champion of the world, J.J. Purdom. What's Ooh, up, J.J.? Thank you so much. That was wonderful. You didn't even trip over your tongue like you did in that intro. Thank <laughs> you so much, guys. It's great to see you guys again. I feel like it's been so long. You, what a great break. We had a break, and I got rested. I feel rejuvenated, and I got to tell you, you better have that uh, that shady button ready to cover some of the stuff I'm going to say on this podcast today because oh, no. I'm bringing the heat here. I'm bringing oh, the heat. Boy. He's got worried. some R&R. He's ready to go. <laughs> okay. Back and better All than ever. Right. Yeah, I, I am I am worried. I am worried, but you know what? Uh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, it was nice taking the two weeks off, you know, because, you know, so the first one break was for Christmas there, day after Christmas. The second one, I'm like, all right, it's day after New Year's. I probably could have done a show today, but it was nice to take, you know, taking it easy. Now, now I'm ready. Three like, after the now it's week week three. I'm like, yeah, let's get back to it. Let's let's do a show together. Yes. Um, did you guys uh, go on any adventures over the two weeks, or were you pretty pretty laid back holidays for you? Yeah, I was I was in the house most of the time, just kind of hanging out. Getting nice. my rest, getting some R and R. Yeah, I mean, I saw on the Discord uh, that you pretty much just <laughs> played. You played a lot of video games. You got through Ratchet and Clank. I saw you. Well, just today, I saw you started Horizon. I did. You were just blasting through some stuff. So I'm making my way through the through the uh, first party, the the PlayStation Studios, one by one, catching up. Nice, legit. Uh, and JJ just worked because that's all he ever does. Right. Yep. Actually, no. I I took a great a great amount of time to oh. reflect upon myself, to try to get to know the inner me, the child that that I kind of feel like I've lost. Man, I I started reading a lot of like really deep Italian poetry, mm-hmm. and I started bird watching. And oh. so, now nah, I'm just kidding. I smoked a lot of weed and played video games. Yeah. It was glorious. <laughs> it was freaking glorious. <laughs> I mean, I, look, there's not very many ways that you can spend your time better. So, well, hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's, I was like, oh, wow. JJ's really like, you know, maybe no, he's finally, no, that's maybe never he's finally growing up, finally maturing. <laughs> and they're like, nah, nah never, never going to happen. Never. 
Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get on with the episode. I know you guys missed the show, so and, and I did, too. So let's get back here today. We're going to be talking about the end of the PS5 shortage. That's right. According to Jim Ryan. Surplus uh, declared. <laughs> Over. Uh, how Starfield might actually be good, maybe? Question mark. And that Bungie has a lot more going on than we thought. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. It's going to be awesome just like those folks. Head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and Adrian's Super Gamer Book Club over there. Uh, we might not have released a regular show over the break, but we did release a Super Gamer Book Club both on Patreon and on the free feed. So that's right. Adrian got me to play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, with, boy! Uh, that's over there on the Patreon right now, uh, featuring KK Ryder and Angel, uh, both from uh, their respective Twitch channels. Go support us over there, listen to that, and go support them. Go find them on Twitch. Uh, they're incredible people. It was a blast. It was actually a blast hanging out and talking Kingdom Hearts with them. Uh, and spoiler alert, uh he's in that's a spoiler alert i'm i'm glad it's yeah i might not have enjoyed the game but i'm here for the story (laughs) whatever whatever that means because let me tell you it still seems all over the place but uh that was a fun episode so go check that out we're on our patreon uh for free if you're interested in our super gamer book club you're not sure if you want to support us get those new episodes right away you really should but if you want to check it out first find us everywhere on all podcast feeds and over at youtube.com slash super gamer boys. And you can get episodes two months later. Right now, the free episode, brand new free episode is Luigi's Mansion with Connor McCabe. Fantastic episode. Again, great game with a great guest. Uh, We had a blast uh, with Connor over there. So go check that out. And I think this is a first formal announcement for this month, although we've kind of like alluded to it and mentioned it a couple of times to come up. The January book club episode, Adrian, if you would like to reveal that. The January Book Club is the world-famous, highly regarded by most classic from the Super Nintendo, it's Squaresoft's Chrono Trigger. That's right. Me, Garrett, and a gang of people. (laughs) We got like, what, three, four people coming Uh, on this one? Well, I think... Uh, let's see. I know we got the I, underlevel I, boys. We I got know, Eddie. I know, yeah, Eddie and El Chizo. I don't know if Angel will be able to make it, but definitely Eddie and El Chizo. Uh, was there somewhere else? Someone else? I can't remember. I know. I, I just believe. remember. Like, I feel like there is. Yeah, we were talking with a bunch of people. I don't know who, who all has accepted the invitation. Yet. I know for sure, for sure, Eddie and Chizo have. Um, uh, which are they're the two main. That, that was the feud that happened. So on an episode, if you don't remember, like about a month or two ago, Chizo came on said. Chrono Trigger's a terrible game. He hated it. And Adrian was just shocked by the, by the news. And then Eddie later in the <gasps> Discord came back and was like, did I just hear what I think I heard? A conniption <laughs> fit. You thought I was, was upset? Oh, man, he was not happy. So we were like, you know what would be better than them arguing over Discord? Them arguing over a podcast for you guys to listen to. So <laughs> you'll want to you won't want to miss that one. That'll be coming up the end of this month. So make sure to support us over on Patreon for that um all right well we'll talk more about our patreon later on in the show uh before we get on here i would do want to give a quick shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their music on our show 
Uh, that's what's playing in the background right this very moment on stream and uh, I, mean, I guess on podcasts and YouTube as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, you should go support them. Links to their Apple Music and Spotify are down in the show description. Go listen to their stuff. They make fantastic tunes. All right. It's now time to check the mail. Uh, oh. Do you hear something? Hello? Someone just knock on, knocking on the... On the monitor here? Someone just knocked on my monitor. <laughs> Hello, is nobody home? Hello? Yes, is yes. This, this is place where Super Gamer Boy is hanging out, no? Yes, is this yeah. uh, is this Mr. Putin? No, he's uh, very, very good. He's Russian, so must be related to Putin. Okay, mm-hmm, so maybe mm-hmm, a little, mm-hmm. little distant relationship. Uh, my name is Demeter. I am now the person delivering the mail, okay? So ah. I have a whole bag full of mail for you guys, all right? Uh, it smells like sadness and people living in basements. So obviously, oh. this is people living with their parents or something, sending this stuff in. Yes, yes, uh, I, yes. I take liberty, Demeter like to uh, open mail sometimes, okay? Mm-hmm. I know he's federal offense, but it's not like I'm from here anyway. So I open this up in the... I want to tell you the first one. It's kind of wishy-washy, but uh, I'll let you read. Okay. Sorry, sorry about the, the Vegemite uh, little uh, fingerprints. Uh, Demeter was having lunch. No problem, Demeter. Thank you for the mail. Um, uh, go get your boy and tell him to, to cut it out over there, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, then. All, All right, right. Uh, Demeter out. Wow, that was, that was fun. Fun little... Fun little uh, uh, surprise guest there. I wasn't expecting to have an actual mail person stop by. Uh, I usually they just drop it in the mailbox. That was nice, nice personalized touch to come to our door and deliver mm-hmm. the mail. That was that was fantastic. Thank you, uh, D- Demeter. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, <laughs> oh, you were, were you were just, just open the door. Just I, like, I, like, I don't even know if the guy really works for the mail because <laughs> he had like a wife beater on and it was stained. So like. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, isn't there a, like an outfit? That's what my mail person looks like here in California, down in San Diego. I don't know. Good point. In El Cajon, point. that's what my mail person looks like. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's let's go ahead and read this uh, this first uh, already opened letter. Thank you so much. Uh, he pre-opened the mail so, for us. It's fantastic. Can, so can I can I tell you, I actually, and I should have, uh, cat out of the bag. We didn't actually have a Russian guy in here. That was me doing the voice. Okay. No. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm so, I know, I know, I, guys, I know, I know, I'm sorry. You lied to us again. Uh, dude, I know, I'm so sorry. Uh, I had a I had a male guy who was absolutely incredible for the longest time. His name is Marvin, mm-hmm. and Marvin was five foot tall, uh, black dude who had a tracheotomy, and so he would... Did he have <laughs> one of these things? Yes, so, so he, I don't know if he was a smoker, I never asked... I loved Marvin. I would love to talk with him, mostly because I would do his, the impression of Marvin like behind his back because that's what I do. So every time that I see him, Marvin, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, great. So, so I mean, he was all the time. And I, and I would tell him because I did pest control and I would get chased by dogs sometimes. And I'd be like, Marvin, what's up, man? You ever have any problems with dogs? Oh, man, I. I don't ever have no damn dogs, dude. Uh, I spray them in the face. <laughs> oh my God! What are you spraying in the face with? And uh, I spray them in the face with like some mason stuff, man. Hold, hold on, hold on. I got a can in my in my pocket. 
and he proceeded to give me a can of mace, like a little a little oh, small no. can, to spray. Hey, 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 man, anytime they come at you, man, ah, uh, you don't mess with no damn dog. You don't even know what they're going to do, man. Yeah, you got to spray him in the face. Just get him in the eyes. Hey, you know what I mean? He's a smart dude because that works. They got those super sensitive noses. Yep. And they're messing so here's right the, up. Here's the deal. I never used it. Not that I wouldn't have. I just never had the opportunity to. But I carried that thing around. And he he's like, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to take your stuff. Oh, man, I got like three or four of them in the car, bro. Don't even trip. And like, he was the coolest cat ever, man. Everybody in town hated Marvin. And everybody in town would talk about, because it's a small town. I knew everybody there. Everybody would be like, man, that that freaking mailman dude, he sprayed my dog in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it like so many times. Uh, he don't like dogs, dude. He did something, dude. I'm tell you what. No, your that dogs dude, don't like him, and I bet I can tell why. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. So, Marvin, if you're listening to the Super Gamer Boys, uh, I, I love you, man. I just miss you. Oh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I just couldn't imagine. Like, I there's a couple instances I would wish I would have had mace for a dog, but I also couldn't imagine just spraying a dog and then going to the front door and being like, hey, <laughs> <You're> I, <laughs> that dog is about to attack me. It's getting a face full, brother. Here's your kidding? mail, by the way. Yeah. Your dog is just not in a good way. You well, might want to go help him. <laughs> Marvin was a little dude. And so, yeah, and true. funny enough, like I ended up actually, because I, I would befriend him and I'd talk to him forever. I just, I loved him to death. And, and like we would just talk. I actually went to his house and did pest control for him just as a friendly thing um, once. And yeah, he's just a really good dude, but he's only five foot tall. And so when you're a smaller dude and like a hundred pound dog could jack you up. Yeah. And like, and so I was like, I'm, I ain't mad at it, dude. <laughs> Not at all. Save oh, your I mean, butt. Cause dog. if a dog comes at me, I, I'll hurt him. I'll tell you what, like Garrett, Garrett had an issue with the dog. And I hope you don't mind me telling this. But I've Garrett been bit, basically, I've been bit three the times now. <laughs> three twice times? The, twice by the same dog. <laughs> so did you see, you guys see the movie where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio got raped by, by a bear? That <laughs> happened to Garrett with a dog. Oh, and so, oh no. Yeah, it wasn't, yes, it, was, it wasn't quite that. Yeah, it's it was, uh, not the way I remember it. And so, what happened was Garrett's like, I'm not going back to that house no more. And I was like, don't worry, little Garrett. I'm going to go and I'm going to tell them what for. So I called the people and was like, hey, our technician got bit by a dog. And if we're going to come and do pest control for you, you need to put your dog away. Because the dog has always been aggressive when we've gone. But, but Garrett got bit and he's fine. But, you know, we, we've got to have that dog put away if we're going to do pest control. So I showed up the next time I did the, sh- the service myself. <clears throat> Garrett said, I'm never going again. I'm like, I don't blame yeah, you, dude. I'm like, I I'm not it. going. I'm done. <laughs> so so I did the thing, and it was a like a big poodle, like a giant poodle dog. It's like one of those lab, like, Labradoodle things. Like it was Labra- like a, mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Which so, they're notoriously kind of like. Yeah, they're aggressive. Yeah. And aggressive. So, so I was doing the service, and it just starts barreling at me. And I kind of turn a little bit, and it start making a, a beeline for me. So I took a web pole that was about 12 foot long for like taking webs down. And uh, when it got close enough to me, I swung for the fences and I hit that son of a gun like Lou Gehrig, you know, before he got the MLS. And like, dude, the thing is, is that dog never, ever tried to bite me again. It, always it, knows. Would, it would stay w- about 12 to 15 feet away from me and would not come close to me again. And I Man. told the owners, I'm like, I hit the hell out of that dog. I hit it hard. And like, <laughs> and like, you got to put that dog away. We're so sorry. They're apologizing to me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I beat the crap out of that. <laughs> we already told you to put it away. And you didn't. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the trick with me, I had my headphones in, didn't hear it, and it came up from behind me. 
it got me. I had no idea it was even out. Like I was, I thought it was inside, and all of a sudden, like I just got knocked over because full force just ran and wham right in the back of my thigh, knocked me over. Yeah, and, oh, and, that got, and that's how fun. he got raped. And he's that's... went through a lot of rape counseling from that. So. Oh, man. All right. We should probably move on with the show. We got a lot of show here. Uh, and we got to get going with the show before JJ falls asleep is what the, the truth of it is. I fell uh, asleep two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this first question comes from Sweats. And they ask, what character game series uh, needs a 360 cannon change? Now, they use the word need. But then later on the question, they say, I would like or I want. So maybe what game character series uh could get a 360 cannon change or should uh and then his examples are like jack and dex are going from a 3d platformer to a gta with talking animals and magic uh his uh he, he would like it says i want kingdom hearts elden ring mashup maybe just a whole game taking place in one world of just deep lore and gruesomeness um so it sounds like he just wants like a rated m kingdom hearts i think because <laughs> kingdom hearts already has the lore and right. it has some tough boss battles already. Right. I think he just wants a really gory open world <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, which, you know, to be honest, I'm not against. <laughs> it just, I don't know how Disney would feel about that. Right. <laughs> you got um, one? Uh, so I, I was, I was, I was, I was struggling with this a little bit. A 360 cannon change because I don't know, like I. I not very often do I play a game and I'm like, oh, this game would be so much better as X, Y, and Z. Like, you guys kind of know. I'm pretty easy to play. Most games are just like, oh, yeah, this is fine. I'm happy with this. Um, I guess the only thing I could think of was... Well... So, I don't think it needs it, but... It could have been fun back in the day. And again, I guess there's been games since. I don't know. Yeah, it was hard. The only thing I thought of was uh, back in the day, there was a game called SOCOM, which is uh -huh. a cool single player. I mean, you could play multiplayer. It was what PS2 era. So you had to buy the modem adapter to play online. Like you couldn't just play online at that point. Uh, but it was a single player game initially that you could actually talk into a headset and tell people in the game to do things, which was crazy. At that point, it was like blew people's mind. Like what? You can voice activate you know, <clears throat> uh, tell your Navy SEAL squad to like, you know, you know, eliminate that target, uh, go st stand behind that cover, do that type of stuff. Um, it was a, if I remember correctly, I think it was a third person game. Uh, I don't know. I think if that was like a first person shooter, like a faster paced first person shooter, which I guess isn't necessarily a lore change, but it is a gameplay change, which he, he said we could do. Um, yeah. Give me more a first person fast paced squad base shooter where I can where I can do that type of thing. Like I want to be able to like, command my squad and, and that type of thing. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the slower paced simulation combat kind of thing. That's what it was meant to almost simulate more realistic combat. But I'm like, no, nah. mm -hmm. imagine like a Call of Duty where you could do that. Like, so I don't know, not quite a full 360 change, but I think it'd be a really fun game mechanic that would kind of spin on that already existing thing and make it a little more intense. <clears throat> I got two. All right. My first one is, I think, a uh, Metroid tactical game would rule. Uh, kind of like how Metal Gear Acid was, where you make your way through the stage as you play. You okay. could do that and, like, make your way through whatever, you know, area, level, ship that you're in. I think that would be really rad. Yeah. 
Um, and then my second would be a Smash Brothers card game in the vein of Marvel Snap. Wow. Where every character has an ability on their card. They have a strength. They have, you know, and the battlefields change depending on what stage you pick. That would be you know. sick. See, I would play that. Marvel Snap, <laughs> trash game. No one likes Marvel Snap. Garbage. Really? Yeah. That's not what I've them. heard. I know. I know. We're going to get so much shade. I know. Like, there's so many people who are all about it in our in our Discord. Um, so I, I would I, I would play I Smash Brothers card game, though. <clears throat> I'm not sure if either of you guys have ever been, like, fans of point-and-click adventures, like any point-and-click Heck yeah. type of games. Okay, so I, I love the point-and-click genre from when I was growing up because in the beginning when Nintendo Entertainment System put out a couple of really great games, one of which was Maniac Mansion, and I absolutely love that game. I've talked about it here on the show before. It's it's totally worth it. It's totally colorful and different and fun. I love the idea of the point-and-click, but I would love to take that same game and do like a platformer with all the same colorful characters and get away from the point-and-click uh, style of gameplay. So just this traditional platformer with the same characters and the same story where you're actually in control versus the point-and-click you know, version of the game. So I'd like that kind of a change for something like that. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just so many things you could do. This is kind of an endless question it's kind of fun like i feel like i could almost be a recurring bit like every week be like pitch a new game like all right now it's gonna be uh <clears throat> it's gonna be I'm trying to think i have my play date in front of me i'm trying to think of like cool new like ways to like switch up like play date stuff pack what's the pack pup uh, uh pick pack pup pick pack pup but like where you can actually like in vr that's what i want to do <laughs> where i'm actually Ooh. packing boxes that would be sick you Instead know you of, joke <laughs> I would do that all day. Right. Oh yeah, he loves unpacking. That's right. Adrian Adrian does love him some unpacking. I sure do. <laughs> so does everyone else except you. I know. I try to talk a little <laughs> trash and you're like, hey, that's you need to stop right now, sir. <laughs> stop or you're off the show. Um uh, this next question comes from Sir Princelop, and they ask Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore questions you've had thus far. Now, this was so a does, little... Does that mean you have to pick four of them? Well, so like, I, mean, I, I think that's what he intended. But <laughs> since uh, you guys, <laughs> JJ, <laughs> doesn't look at the show notes ahead of time. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't necessarily prepare very well either for this one. I had one, and then I before the show, I told the guys, I'm like, wait, I can't remember what it was. I had one picked out. I can't remember. <laughs> um, I let's, let's just pick one for now. What's your favorite Mount Rushmore question we've gotten from, from old Eddie Martin over there so far? I like the uh, the weapons and items one. Oh, your favorite, like yeah, power ups and weapons items. That was uh-huh. a good one. You're at Mount yeah, where you had to pick like, oh, what's the iconic the Mount Rushmore of like in game weapons or in game uh, you know gear? Mm-hmm. That one was pretty sick. That's a good one. Uh, I, I could have my... sworn there was one that was uh, like the the four the Mount Rushmore of like uh, Nintendo characters. Yeah, I could have swore that was one of the ones yeah. in the beginning. I think so. And I remember, I remember struggling because I wasn't gonna pick Zelda. <laughs> like you know, and I'm like, I got you gotta, you kind of gotta go with some Link on that. You have to, you have to put him on the list. Right, because because yeah, I feel like at the beginning it was more like a, 
more we tried to be more objective about it and as time went on it's been more like more of our opinion like what what you know <laughs> what what do you like not necessarily like what is um but yeah you're right that we i think we did a nintendo one uh so i have two that popped into my head now um well one i found i finally found it and then another one just popped into my head again uh so the first one was uh favorite uh video game sidekicks because that kind of spurred the whole argument that we had about Luigi being a sidekick. I just thought that was so great. Like uh-huh, when I first uh-huh. brought him, you guys are like, what? No, he's not a sidekick. Get out of here. Because he isn't. Uh, he's, I still stand by it. I think he's, he's a sidekick. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the other one was uh, of game soundtracks as well. Because, I mean, because that one oh, was yeah. hard. That was hard to just pick four. Is like, can I just keep yeah. going? I mean, three of them are just filled with super giant games and what you know let alone <laughs> let alone every other game out there um so i think those are my, probably my two favorite the sidekick one that we've done and then the the, the favorite you know the mount rushmore's game soundtracks those are both very fun ones um all right this last question comes from kajoma01 and they ask what game franchise needs its own rogue light deck building game so Adrian, I feel like already has. An I was gonna answer say to I'll this. just double back and yeah, uh, we're he good. Has his, uh, so I, and and again, this is from all the craze of Marvel Snap. Kajoma is so far into it. He's like, I don't I don't know if you've seen anything. He, he streams it. He's like a Marvel Snap streamer, and uh, he's pretty dang good at it. He's level sixty eight thousand. Yeah, something. He <laughs> he like posted a screenshot of what level he was. I'm like, I don't know what this means, but like. It was to the point where like it was it was the end of the list like you couldn't go any higher i'm like he must be good if he's almost to the end of how how high a level you can go um what is a game then uh jj and i'll and i'll and i'll think of one here real quick what's a game that you think would be a fun like kind of strategy fun deck building game. yeah deck building strategy yeah. card game type thing yeah i would say uh spider-man not not miles morales but the original spider-man uh okay. I think there's such there's such good characters in that. I think that would be like a lot of fun to have some of the different storylines that that Spider-Man, not just even from that one game. I mean, there's so much Spider-Man stuff out there that like I think they could you could build a whole game around it. Like an into the Spider-Verse right. deck building game. <laughs> so it's like so much. So instead of cuz like he's in Marvel Snap, but you're saying like zoom in just on Spider-Man. No, no, no just and on like Spider-Man. Let's go yep. hard yep. hardcore Spider-Man lore and have like all and, the and villains, all the different I was versions aware... of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I was I was aware of the whole Marvel thing, but I'm like I'm just talking just Spider Man specifically. Yeah. I think there's no, so totally. much to Spider Man. Like I still stand by this, and I, I'm willing to like throw hands that I think the End of the Spider Verse is like the very best Marvel movie of all time. Like I just absolutely love it, and I didn't I'm so expect it to be one. so good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, for me, I. I, I, I'm not a fan of these types of games, as you can tell. I kind of talk talk crap about Marvel Snap. <laughs> um, what about but, Warhammer, dude? Do so, about War- no. <laughs> he probably did. He probably had that one loaded up. Yeah, I just yeah, killed it. Oh, I'm so sorry, Garrett. Uh, oh my gosh, that's that's uh, kind of where I was gonna end. I was like, if it's if it's gonna be anything that draws me and gets me interested, it'd have to be a Warhammer one. If it had little figures I could paint. You know, like that would that'd be my jam. <laughs> Instead of cards, it's little minis, you know, little miniatures oh, that show man. up on the screen. No. Uh but no, so, but, uh, no joke. That that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I'm trying to think of a franchise. 
a franchise that would like actually make me interested in a deck building game. Um, and I know Kajoma's going to probably message me later on Discord and be like, hey, they already have one. You should go play it. And I'm going to be like, no, I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> even though I'm even though I'm saying right now on the show that, hey, if they make this, I'll play it, I'm not going to play it. I'm probably not going to play it. Uh, <laughs> but but it would be a lot of fun if there's a Warhammer one. And I know I know Magic the Gathering, I think, did like a Warhammer set or something like that. Um, that's not the same. I want Warhammer Games Workshop, which the stipulations for it to be an official Games Workshop Warhammer card game needs to be overpriced with crappy rules that are hard to understand, and then I will play it. That is, that's 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 the basic gist of Warhammer. So I I um, I love that you just said two children, Adrian, because <laughs> even though if you did want to play that game, you there's no ability, you don't have the time or or the the chance to be able to do that. To really get into a deck building game like Warhammer no. with with having a couple of kids, but I I, I take you back in time. Let's jump into the DeLorean real quick All because right. it was a, a few scant years ago that you and I sat on this very podcast before Adrian was uh, you know a gleam in his daddy's eye, and we were doing this show back in the <laughs> early '80s. And yeah, you yeah, literally, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we talked about me having kids and saying I have no time. And you laughed about the old man and how you just make time, JJ. And I'm like, you don't understand, son. There is no time. You don't just make time. And you're like, Mah-ha-ha, you scoffed because you had one kid and you're like, the wife takes care of the kid. <laughs> and now look at you, boy. Like now, now you don't find time to be able to play video games and whatnot <laughs> what happened all your time garrett do you remember the old man was right there was time now <laughs> the problem isn't that there's less time the problem is i'm just more tired <laughs> and there you go <laughs> there you go when i rest my case when it's 8 30 and i'm like or not even like eight o'clock and i'm like i'm ready for bed like we put the kids at down to bed at seven and Basically, it takes them an hour to actually fall asleep. So, like, they're right. just falling asleep. And then I'm like, all right, now it's now it's Garrett's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's not what usually happens. I, usually, I just stay up and force myself to go play a game or do, like, paint some minis or something. But then I wake up the next morning, and I'm even more tired. So, yes. there's, Solid there's still, plan. Still the same amount of time. It's just a lot more tiredness going on, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'll say it. JJ was right. JJ was right. Yeah. There you go. Timestamp that. Right uh, <laughs> thank you guys all so much for writing in. Remember, you can write in over at, well, anywhere you want. DM us on any of the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, or if you're over on the Discord, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. You can join us over there. Come hang out with us. We have a blast chit-chatting, hanging out. Um, we're even getting ready to do a Fantasy Critic League, uh, which, I mean, is drafting tomorrow night. So really, if you listen to this episode on Wednesday, it's too late. But if you're watching this live or you're a Patreon subscriber uh, and you're listening to this Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, 730, we're going to be doing a draft. So get in there, uh, join us on Discord, join the league and uh, do a draft. But And like I said, send in your mailbag questions so that way we can talk about them next week. All right. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. Yes. So good. Never been fails. Too long. Been too long. All right. This first news story comes to us from Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN, and they write, PlayStation 5 passes 30 million units sold. Shortage essentially hey. over. Congratulations. Sony a- yeah, congrats, congrats. They finally, finally did the thing. 
Uh, Sony has announced that its PlayStation 5 console has now surpassed more than 30 million units sold. Uh, thanks to Adrian, finally bought one. That's what pushed me <laughs> to the edge. That's uh, what did it. And that the console short We were range... stuck at 29,990,000 for so long. <laughs> uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim, <clears throat> President Jim Ryan revealed the new figure at Sony's CES tech conference, a number which is up 5 million from the 25 million figure revealed two months previously on November 1st. We truly appreciate the support and patience of the PlayStation community as we manage unprecedented demand amid global challenges over the past two years, Ryan said. <clears throat> PS5 supply improved toward the end of last year, and I'm happy to share that December was the biggest month ever for PS5 console sales, and that we have now sold more than 30 million units to, to consumers worldwide. Confident that supply issues are now solved completely, Ryan added that everyone who wants a PS5 should have a much easier time finding one at retailers globally, starting oh, yeah. from this point forward. Uh, that's a bold claim. Uh, that's a very bold claim. A, a crippling semiconductor sh chip chip shortage seriously restricted the creation of new PS5 consoles, but this didn't stop the PS5 from surpassing 20 million units sold as of June 2021, at which point Sony executive Veronica Rogers announced that the company was planning on a significant ramp-up in PS5 production. So, yeah, the news here is that Congrats, PlayStation, you hit 30 million on the PS5. But uh, I, I just wanted to touch on how Jim Ryan is absolutely certain that the PS5 shortage is over, which is just an interesting take when, yes, I, I there are more out in the wild. I've had friends see him at a GameStop or something like that, but... I have yet to see one in the wild. I, I Yeah, me personally, I've never seen one in the wild. I, I have. I've seen really? them at my local Walmart. And so... Okay. And again, um, it takes people three hours to drive up there. It makes sense. <laughs> Nebraska. Nebraska. Um, yeah, it just seems like a. a can you really declare the shortage is over when like if I, I should be able to walk into a Walmart <clears throat> or Target or GameStop and there should be there should be more than one there. Right. Like, yeah, a shortage is over when there's like two, three four. like I remember the days back in my day. When you walk in to buy like a, to a Walmart or Target and there's like five PS4s in there in, in the in the thing, like a, five slims. And then if like five, or like two or three pros sitting there ready for whoever. And they probably have like two or three pallets in the back. So when right now, <coughs> excuse me, right now you walk into a store and that display Baron, case is, it's a wasteland. is, is empty. <laughs> is the shortage really over? Like. If, if the only place to buy these consoles is online th from PlayStation directly, is the shortage really over? Because that's what it seems like. Well, the shortage is over for them. Yeah. Right? It's not over for Target. It's not over for, for Walmart or Best Buy or, anywhere, or GameStop. It's over for directly from Sony. Yeah, I, I, I mean the chip shortage has stopped, right? So basically, yeah, they're able they're able to produce the the consoles. That doesn't mean there's going to be a lot more on the shelf. That they're like, hey, we're able to produce the consoles now. There's mm -hmm. not a shortage any longer. But is the secondary market still going to be doing the thing that they do by going in and going? I see an Xbox uh, or Series X, or I see a PS5 sitting on the shelf at Walmart. I'm snatching it up and going to put it up try to make myself a hundred bucks no you know off of people people are already getting burned on those yeah. because it's so much easier to get them straight from playstation or there's so many other times when other retailers are getting stock in at this point yeah. that who those guys that you saw that had like pictures of 
of dozens of them just kind of like stacked in some like basement somewhere they're mm-hmm. all getting burned on all those and they have to sell them back at retail or sell them on ebay yeah they they, they I, I will admit they are getting easier to get but i don't know if i would go as far as to say like a shortage is over again like from from the perspective like you said jj where the chip shortage is over yes 100 percent. i i would that's probably what he's talking about but from trying to get them like yeah they are definitely easier because i feel like at least like every couple weeks playstation now is tweeting out like hey like check your emails or sign up for sign up to get in line you know our virtual line in order to buy one directly from us but again like to me it seems like you can't really declare a shortage is over unless like i can walk into any store and there's like five of them sitting there waiting for me to go pick up right Right. Uh, it's probably going to be a while before you see that yet to mm-hmm. be honest. So that's uh, also why they made so many um so many refreshments to that line, right? It's cuz they were trying to figure out ways to get over the uh the the circuits that they needed and the chips that they needed because with PlayStation consoles they do make, you know, iterative uh updates yeah. to the way that they do the architecture based on like how much parts cost to manufacture or data that they took from the original blueprint, right? But this is the fastest that we've ever gotten new models, per se. I think in two years, we're on, like, the fourth revision. Hmm. And I think that's because they're searching for ways to build this console without having to use the original parts from launch, which they right. can't get anymore. That's just a theory, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I think mean, that, it, that and they're always these... trying to make more money off it, too, by, like, using cheaper and cheaper parts. Cheaper, cheaper parts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the quality of the of the systems are better now than they were at at launch i've never heard anybody say that they had a problem with the launch one launch models i think it's just it's sony they're trying to figure out any way that they can to get around this shortage to get you know units in people's hands yeah so uh, i i have issues with mine every once in a while shutting down and it, it ends up you know of course we lived in a home where we were doing construction but it gets dust in it very easily so I, I have to pop it open and like try to blow it out and vacuum mm-hmm. out a lot of the excess dust because the excess dust and it's probably down in the motor as well. I've watched videos where these get taken apart completely. I don't trust myself to take this apart because you know, I will not know how to put it back together. When you take the the side panel off, there's like little slots that you can put a yeah, vacuum dust, hose on. The dust ports, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And yeah, you're and still I, having I, issues. Uh, no, it'll it'll do fine. Like if you if you pop that off and do it, it'll do fine. And it might be a month or two, and then all of a sudden it'll just crash again. Yep, you amazing. know, and then you'll open it up and it's like kind of dusty and, and stuff like that. So hmm. it's almost like you need to get like a, a a bigger a bigger blower motor or something that's an external to help keep the thing cooled off because it, with all that dust, it just ends up getting overheated. And again, it could have been because I I had construction going on with drywall dust and things yeah. like that. I know there was a one of the revisions was the fan because that when that happened, I remember a bunch. There was a bunch of YouTube videos came out like how to change the fan yourself because you can buy them on eBay, like because mm-hmm. the, they, they changed from an, the, the original style fan to like a newer style fan that has like more blades and pushes more air and stuff like that. And from what I've heard, it didn't necessarily change the quality of like transferring heat, but what it did help was uh, being quieter because it you know more blades, it's gonna push more air and stuff like that because. I know, like the original model, there was complaints of it being noisy. I didn't. I never really very thought like, mine was noisy, but, um, but mine's behind the you know the stand. Like my mine's so far away. Even if it was noisy, I wouldn't hear it. I guess, but um, I can barely hear mine, but I can hear it. Like I have to go yeah. up close to it to hear it. But um, yeah, 
I don't know what it is. Whatever game I play, I can always hear. It. I hear it very faintly. But yeah. when I had an Xbox, I couldn't hear it at all. Like I could yeah. be playing something super demanding. I go up and put my ear like on the console. I couldn't hear anything. Ah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we have giving kittens in the chat. Uh, he commented on the the shortage. He's like, only what? Like five years later <laughs> to finally <laughs> pretty much our door. Um, but he goes on and says they make more money that way if you buy it directly from them, which is why they're constantly there. But then he goes on to say, are they so are they shorting the market intentionally? His his speculation is, are they possibly shorting, you know, Target and Walmart and all the Best Buy and stuff like that in order to make more money on on, on, the, on their end there? Do you think that's something they're doing on purpose? They could be. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. I would want people to just buy it for me if I make more money that way. And then I could just cut out all the shipping I have to do to their to my retailers and their warehouses. Yeah. The only reason that we don't have them going the controlling the ecosystem top to bottom is because of them, right? But if they're able to move units straight through themselves, they don't need retailers anymore. So I, and maybe this is this is the test bed for that. Like PS6 yeah. may just be available through Sony. Well, I mean, and I they, wouldn't be surprised. I saw they, somebody saying that they were bad guys for that, that they were claiming that, like, you know, this was a heel move on their part, that they were trying to make more money by doing that. I, I wouldn't say that, that it's a bad guy move or a heel move. I think that it's a business move. And yeah. you can't attribute good or bad to a business because it's not. The idea is to, to make money. It's about profits. It's about, you know, sustainability. And so, yeah, that's just my thought. No, yeah, I, guess I, 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 I agree with it. I don't know. I, I honestly, I think two of the PS fives that I've purchased yours, JJ, that I got for you. And then, uh, is it someone else, I got one for someone else. We're both through PlayStation direct. Like it is easy and nice. Cause you literally just get in a virtual line. They email you when the sale goes live, you log in, you buy the PS five and you're in and you're out. You're like, that's it. That's easy peasy. Like they make it easy and nice. So, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm, you know, hurting Walmart, which who cares? Like, I don't. I was I gonna say, uh, like, Walmart's a <laughs> they'll be Walmart. okay. Walmart's be okay. Like, yeah, they'll be fine. They're not. Who cares about Walmart? You know, um, and if it means that I have a nice, easy, smooth experience purchasing this thing, then yeah, who cares if they're shorting the market intentionally? You know, as I long mean, as you were pretty good at getting those getting those systems for a little while. Like everybody was calling you Magic Fingers Moreline. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had people coming to me to get the the Switch OLEDs, and they came out to get the PS5s for them. I was like a little uh, little black market dealer going on there. Um, <clears throat> I should have should have taken more of a cut from people. I most people I just did it for free. I was like, yeah, I just you know, I'll, I'll take you, care of you. You missed out on the revenue stream. Missed out. Could. Missed out. Could have been a little side gig. Um, but, uh, so yeah, PS5. So run out today. Go buy one right now because apparently they're everywhere, according to Jim Ryan immediately i i my buddy my buddy derek is uh got uh some some little extra money for christmas or something i don't know he's saying he's like i have a little money i've been saving up for a ps5 and this was like two or three weeks ago he's like i'm gonna go get one and i, I don't know if he he went to the GameStop or he called he called a bunch of GameStops, a bunch of stores in his area oh he has yeah he has like he wanted to he has credit for GameStop or something like that and like uh -huh. all, all the game stops in his area and there's like multiple he lives in a city big enough where there's like multiple they're all like no, we don't have any <laughs> like that's like a bigger city with multiple game stops and they're all like no like there's no there's no ps5 you wasted so, your time there's so there's that so what's the deal with that jim ryan i, I expect an answer by next week <laughs> good all luck right. yeah 
This next news story comes from uh, Joshua Duckworth over at Game Rant. Uh, he writes, Starfield playtesters are reportedly loving the game. Starfield playtesters are reportedly enjoying the upcoming Bethesda RPG, with even pessimistic folk allegedly coming away with strong, good first impressions. In short, many seem to think that Bethesda has nailed Starfield's scale, as well as its general size and ambition compared to Fallout. As many know, Starfield is the first new IP from Bethesda in decades, and its release tends to be seminal, and its releases tend to be seminal events in the industry. Skyrim, Fallout, and more have defined the company's success, but obviously this puts a lot of pressure on anything new from the company. And this is especially true since Bethesda was acquired by Microsoft with Todd Howard previously discussing the pressure for Starfield to be a platform seller. But if these supposed uh, first impressions are anything to go by, perhaps it just might. This information comes way of the XNC podcast and host Colt Eastwood, who claims to have a channel of people connected to people playtesting the game. <clears throat> Uh, all in all, it says all in all, he should be taken with a grain of salt. But even as Eastwood says, he doesn't want to oversell Starfield. But even pessimists are walking away impressed would be a good sign. Uh, however, that's about as deep as it goes. Starfield supposedly tastes. Uh, where is it? Did I skip a paragraph? It's gone. Starfield supposedly takes everything Bethesda has done in Fallout and Elder Scrolls franchises, doubles down on them, and improves them. Many have been understandably. <laughs> Uh, many have been understandably worried about the hundreds of star systems as well as the thousands of planets in Starfield, but it seems that the scale of the game has gotten some praise. This bodes well, especially given the reportedly good impressions about its ambitions and story, gameplay mechanics, and wherever else is, in, is, is implied. Uh, in fact, Eastwood believes that Starfield is close to being ready for launch, saying he wouldn't be surprised if it dropped for Redfall. Reportedly, Redfall has been delayed internally by about six weeks, which that sucks, because... I'm yep. so ready. This was supposed to come out last year. I'm yeah. so ready for, for Redfall. Um, but, report, uh, but reports have pointed to Redfall releasing in May. Whatever happens with both games released, is clear that a lot riding on Starfield and Redfall for the Xbox Series X and S, Xbox Game Pass, and more. Um, so, yeah, I just want to talk on that two things. The first thing being Starfield, kind of the things that we're all worried about are apparently... According to these playtesters, like they were surprised at how well it was being done. But I want to talk about oh, that. No, and, no, 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 no. And I want to talk about uh, uh, just how Xbox hasn't done anything and how, yeah, there is a lot riding on Starfield and Redfall here. Um, but yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on kind of these playtesters' thoughts? Adrian, I, th I, I, I know you have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I. We were talking earlier before the show, and I was saying it. I thought it was from the perspective when you said play play testers, uh -huh. that it was like you know how when studios used to fly people in for previews of their right, game like, like and they would put and you up in a like hotel that. and all that. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's what you were talking about, and I'm like, yeah. well, you know, usually when people get that kind of treatment, they come back with a bunch of bias. Yeah, right. Yeah. They'll try to show the good of the game because of how well they were treated. But then you said, right. no, this they is had regular good food. QA. They got right, to go right, right. a good hotel. Like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, no, this is supposedly actual a QA playtesters from what I understand. Okay. So I just from what we saw, you and me, Garrett, when we when we saw the original preview, I just feel like there are a lot of things that I don't know if they had the time to to iron out, especially because it's Bethesda. Uh, so we will just have to cross that bridge when we come to it yeah. at this point. Um, I just, there was too much in that trailer that, that made me go, you know, Oh, 
I wonder if they're going to look at that. I wonder if they're going to fix this. This frame rate for a next-gen console doesn't seem very stable. You know, small stuff like that, which, of course, you can optimize up until the end. But I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm still a little skeptical on some of those things. But, JJ, what what are kind of your thoughts? Like, how are you feeling about uh, uh, Starfields? So whereas you guys are both really skeptical, I try to look at it from a really optimistic standpoint. That's one of those games that really sells the Xbox for me. When you look at any of those previews that have come out, the trailers for Starfield, it's like the scope of it is so big and it's the type of world that like I want to be immersed in. So yeah, I saw some of the frame rate issues. I saw some of the, the little things and I'm like, I try to typically go, okay, I'm looking at what's out there and I'm excited and hopeful that it's going to be fantastic and that I'm going to be able to get myself lost in whatever world that they've created for me. Um, it, I think that it's really exciting to hear that people have been in the field playing the game, these play testers, and that they're coming away with positive you know, uh, stuff about it. I don't think if there was negative, I don't think they'd hide that. I think they would say like, eh, it's mediocre. It's right. 50, if 50, if, if something think... was going to be leaked, if because obviously these are leaks, this because it's all under NDA. So the fact that people are talking about it, they're breaking the law. But if they're going to break the law, you, you, you'd think it would be about bad things. They'd be like, oh, this game is, you know, whatever. Like, so the fact that it's good coming out kind of is like, all right, maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. <laughs> and and I and I also want you to deposit this as a theory is that these playtesters are people who play video games. So they're not they're not picking, you know, your uncle who's never played a video game before and sitting <laughs> them in front of the, you know what I mean? So they're 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 putting people like us in front of the 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 systems and handing them this game and going At least you give hope it a try, so. give it a whirl. Well, that that's the hope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't have experience in, in the games industry, but I would hope the QA testers are at least a little bit experienced. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's where I, where I've been at the moment that I read this article when you sent it over because I did actually read. Thank you very much. Is I was right. thinking that they're they're putting people that have gaming experience in front of yeah. these these systems yeah. and saying give give this game a try and let us know what you think. And for them to be leaking out good stuff. That's a positive. That's a good thing. Unless it's all a ploy by Xbox and they're leaking false. That damn Jim <laughs> Ryan, that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, they're, 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 they're just like the play testers, you know, quote unquote. It's Todd, <laughs> yeah. Todd Howard, like writing emails <laughs> to people. <laughs> What's that? Play testing? No, no, no. We're, <laughs> we're so I, We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious because I, I, I've kind of heard a conflicting report, and I figured you guys being the uh, the smart ones on this show, you probably know a little better than I, uh, and most of them looking at Adrian uh, right now because, you know, Garrett, sorry. Um, this is going to be on Game Pass, right? I mean, this Starfield yeah. is – okay. Yeah. So it is going to oh, be yeah. something that, that with an, a Game Pass Ultimate, uh, you are going to end up being able to play this game day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and again, that's that's uh, that's a system seller for me. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I I'm I'm excited. I th- I believe it's coming to Game Pass PC. I would hope from from everything Xbox has done so far, any Xbox exclusive comes to both console and PC. Because otherwise, I won't be able to play it. But uh, that's something I was thinking about. I was like, man, in general, uh, Bethesda games are janky at launch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're they're janky on console. I'm like, boy, they're I janky cannot. for a while. Yeah, they're janky. They have to go through and patch and fix everything up. 
right they're janky for a while and they're janky even on console which you know you would think it'd be run a little better on <clears throat> so i'm like the fact that i'm i'm gonna be playing this on pc i'm like oh boy like is this thing even gonna run is it gonna even be stable at, the, at launch <laughs> like that's what i'm more worried about is like is this even just general performance like am i gonna be able to play anything is it just gonna crash immediately trying to load thousands of galaxies you know on my on my 3070 here uh i guess we'll we'll find out in a few months but it's bizarre to me that yeah it's it's supposed to be coming out so soon and we still don't have a release date. That seems crazy to me. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, and Red Redfall's due out in May, they're saying, right? That's oh, it's a rumor. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. It was supposed so to be it was supposed to be coming out. It's supposed to come out last year and then they said so this year and then apparently like well, according to this article, internally it's been delayed, but they haven't announced it publicly yet. So it might be delayed again. Too, so then we're we're oh. lucky we're lucky more than likely to see Starfield if it comes out in 2023, November or December of this year. Hmm. That'll probably be the Starfield? most Starfield. Well, no. I, well, according to this thing, they think we're going to get Starfield before Redfall. Really? According to this article, they seem to think Starfield will come out before. Which, if Starfield gets it goes from spring to summer, like this could be first half of the year, according to these rumors. I don't know. Obviously, we have to wait and see. But um, when do you I think mean, we get a hard Star date? Starfield was supposed to come out in November of last year, so I mean, it's already right. been delayed. So I mean, I could. When do you think we get a hard date for it? For this, you think Xbox has any events this year before then? No, that's the. I don't. I don't see them doing any sort of event until summer, until E three or Summer Game Fest or whatever they do. Like I don't. I, I was gonna say maybe E three. They might. That, that might be when they announce that it's coming out in December. Because isn't December when they typically end up putting out like their big games? Like they did Halo in December, right? Or November, December. Yeah, it, yeah, it is, and and that's why even this game originally was supposed to come out last November, but because it's been delayed for so long and like hush hush, and same thing with Redfall. Like I feel like. I feel like they don't have the luxury of waiting anymore. 2022 was such a bad year for Xbox as far as releases go. They don't have awful the luxury. Year. And what's that, Adrian? An awful year for Xbox last yeah. year. Oh, it's, nothing it's, came it's, out really. Nothing. Except what, Scorn? Scorn. But even that oh, wasn't even. That, it was an Xbox exclusive, but I don't think it was a, a first party game. Like they didn't have, they had, they didn't have any first party games that came out last year, if I remember right. Um, Insanity. Right. You mean let down McLe that, that game was so horrible. So I feel like they can't wait until winter to release like they normally do, fall and winter. Like they have to release things sooner because if they don't, people are gonna start riding. Like that's messed up. That's crazy. Imagine buying an Xbox Series X and not being able to play like an Xbox first but yeah, you have Game Pass, but I mean people want to play these big that's awesome they want to play these awesome AAA games from Xbox and when they mm -hmm. can't, like like adrian they go and sell them and get rid of them and they're losing their player base like that's right. not good but either it, but if they have if they have redfall coming out in may Maybe. they are going to want to stagger yeah. they're going to want to stagger those games they're not going to they're not going to put starfield and redfall out at the same time but th that's just another example because redfall was supposed to be out last year last summer i believe yeah so right it was, it was supposed to come out before starfield is going to be redfall and it was going to be starfield in november but yeah everything they said that was coming out in 2022 got pushed and that immediately sets, you know, the alarms off. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But I, 
I feel like Xbox at this point just needs to put as soon as the thing's ready, just put it out. <laughs> like even if they just sh- start shadow dropping things, like I just want to wake up do and it. Star- Get Starfield out there. Starfield's on Game Pass. I just wake up tomorrow morning. I'm like, oh, okay, let's download the sucker. Like that's that would be amazing. Like, hey, surprise, suckers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But how big of a download do you think it's going to be? I'd say oh, 90 to 100. Yeah, it's going to be a big boy. It's going to be a big boy. Make sure you have some room on your Series X for sure. <laughs> I have an S, so I'm not going to have oh, any yeah. room. I'll have to delete everything that's on there or something. <laughs> uh, or spend, you know, what, $200 for their proprietary memory cards or whatever it is. <laughs> Which so is crazy. insanity. Insanity. Uh all right, let's hit this last news story real quick. Uh, not to say much more to say on this than what, what it already is, but I do want to share this because I know there's some fans of Bungie out there. That's right. Uh, this comes from GameSpot uh, from Darren uh, bon- Bonthus. hope I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, Destiny 2 developer Bungie has a number of unannounced games in the works. For almost a decade, Bungie's primary work has been focused on Destiny, but the studio has a number of unannounced projects in the pipeline following its acquisition by Sony last year. According to Bungie's senior lead designer, Tom Farnsworth, Sony is supporting the studio with these projects, but don't expect any reveals yet. Uh, This isn't the first time that Bungie has teased its future as it heads into the end game of Destiny 2, which will see two more expansions set to release in 2023 and 2024. A recent report indicated that the developer could be bringing back one of its pre-Halo series, Marathon, which are you guys familiar with the game Marathon? I've never heard of that IP before. Marathon. Why that does that sound like, like... A, that was like a Mac game or like yeah. a, like a, yeah, like a uh, PC game. Yes, you are correct, I think. Yeah, from what I'm looking up, it was originally it was, released woo, on the Mac. That on was Mac. Twice, twice in one show, yeah. boys. Back twice in, the, in one show. The early 90s, 94, 95, 96. So like, and that's why I know what it is, because you guys weren't even born yet. Uh, it I was, was, to, I was, I was to, a couple years old. <laughs> um... So yeah, there's rumors that they could be bringing back Marathon, which will take the form of a three-person squad extraction-based shooter. Um, Sony's $3.6 billion acquisition of Bungie last July is part of its bigger plan to enhance its live game service capabilities with the company intending to launch 12 live service titles by 2025. We believe it will be a catalyst to enhance our live game services capabilities, Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said when the news was made official. Our acquisition of Bungie also represents a major step forward in becoming more multi-platform. Um, it goes on and on uh, a little bit more about <clears throat> the deal that happened, but um, Bungie might be moving on. I, I assume one of those unannounced games will be Bungie 3. There's no way they're going to stop making... Or Sorry, Destiny? not Bungie. De- Destiny 3. <laughs> Bungie There's no way 3, they're going to stop. Yep. There's no way, I mean, at this point, that's it might as well just be called Bungie because that's what they do now. Um <laughs> Destiny three, but the other two, I I, I hope it's it's some new IPs and not just like spinoffs. I hope we don't just get like here's a Destiny, whatever <laughs> card based you know deck building game or something like that or so or Bungie whatever. Also came up with some Halo games and uh, they were an Xbox uh, company before, right? And then right. they ended up going back to being private, and then this acquisition happened. And did you say it was with with a B billion? Yeah, that, three, that three that, billion dollars. That was last summer that happened. Yeah, three point six billion dollars. Ast- I don't know why you hit that B so hard in billions. Like it's the billion deal. <laughs> well, and that's what I don't understand. I don't. Okay, I've never, I've never been a fan of 
Destiny games. <gasps> and so you just offended oh, Kojima. Okay. All right. I know. Sorry, Kojima. Like Kojima's probably he's grabbing like, his chest like he, right now. Oh, it's like I know. In the, like in the like top corner of the screen, like in a Fallout <laughs> game, where it says like Kojima will remember that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kojima. Uh, but I just don't. I don't see. I don't see them being worth that much money. I mean, is there that many people that play Destiny? Oh, Destiny's really? massive, dude. Destiny's There's that huge. many little Kojomas that it's out there that bigger than you think, man. A lot of Kajomas yeah. in the world. A lot of Kajomas. Wow. There's only one Kajoma in our heart, though, right? Yo, of eh. course, of course. <laughs> I, I half expected you go. Well, well. well <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously we have, don't have any idea. We can speculate all night, but I just wanted to share that little tidbit. It was just like a random little tweet. It wasn't even like a main tweet. It was like two or three tweets down in a in a in a tweet thread by Tom Farnsworth who's the senior lead designer he just kind of haphazardly just kind of threw out yeah we got a bunch of unannounced projects coming um it's like all right cool so look forward to that I I hope we hear more about it soon uh with with but uh, I almost did again Bungie two Destiny two coming to a close soon like I would hope they'd kind of get us hyped for some some new games here because New IPs, baby. New IPs. I want to see them spread their wings a little bit. Make something yes. cool. Do something different than just sci-fi, basically multiplayer Halo. <laughs> um, a good multiplayer Halo, because you know Halo Infinite was so bad. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for the nerdy news this week. Let's get into the Patreon ad. All right, this is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboy. Support us starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1. You get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and Super Gamer Book Club. You can uh, support us over there and get those. Uh, well, I mean, this show you get it immediately after we're recording. I upload it. And uh, Book Club, you get it two months early. Uh, what, a, what a steal. $1, and you can listen to some quality content and help support uh, our channel and help us make bigger, better, cooler things for you. Uh, Five dollars a month, you can get the show notes early and as well, so you'll know exactly what we're going to be talking about on these shows. You can leave your own questions, comments, concerns, kind of see behind the curtain what's going on with the the with the planning of the shows and the episodes. Who's going to be on the show? I, I usually put who's going to be on there, the introductions and everything. Um, so think about supporting us there at the five bucks a month. Uh, 10 bucks a month, you get the shout out on the show. You're a super gamer sponsor where each and every episode we shout out your name at the top of the episode. So people know that you are a big time Super Gamer Boys fan. And then obviously the top dog tier, Super, uh, our, our, our Patreon producers, you can support us there and you get all the previous perks as well as uh, you, you, you have our ear to uh, kind of pitch different segments, different ideas. If you have some quality, uh, some quality of life improvements to the show, to episodes, maybe a new segment, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you, we're always we're, we're open to listen, and take those uh, critiques, and hey, maybe you can even be on an episode or two once in a while. I think most of our Patreon producers have been on a show one time or another. I think the only one is Bumble Smash has not. Uh, oh, uh, Kajoma's actually never. We talk about Kajoma all the time, but he's never been on an episode. Uh, <laughs> oh my which, gosh, we ought to do Destiny 2 and have Kajoma, you know, old school Hideo Kajoma, Hideo come Kajoma. in <laughs> and, and sit in. 
Heck yeah. Uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, so yeah, think about supporting us over there at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. We very much appreciate it. Uh, also, remember, if you're watching us here at twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys, if you have Amazon Prime, that means you have Prime Gaming. Uh, when you link your Amazon to your Twitch account, you get one free sub every month and make sure to send that sub our way. It costs you zero dollars. We get five bucks and that helps the channel and you get some cool emotes. Uh, Adrian's face, my face, JJ's face, uh, you know, that you can spread around Twitch as you go from channel to channel. Spread the Super Gamer Boys cheer. Um, and last but not least, we are sponsored by W.GG. Remember to go over there. When you buy an energy drink, you're you're looking for something that doesn't have a ton of sugar. You're not going to crash. Heck, maybe it'll even have a special ingredient, some neurofactor to help <laughs> you think better and, you know, get through the day a little, 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 little cleaner. Make sure to use Dubby, W.GG. You can use our code SGB, get 10% off your order. We also get a kickback. Um, they got some fantastic flavors over there. Like I said, it's gluten-free, sugar-free, no crash, and Neurofactor will help you keep your brain sharp all day. Hey, you want to talk about sharpness? Gee, what else does Dubby make sharp? It makes you sharp in the bedroom. You know what I'm talking about? Where you can cut through all the BS like a knife. I'm telling you what, just a couple of little sips of Dubby energy drinks. Whatever flavors they got, whether it's Galaxy Grenade... Mm -hmm. Um, there's Mon Montabulous Melons nope. and, uh, some of the other ones. They're yeah. freaking amazing. They taste so good. They, uh, they really do give you a lot of great energy without that crash. And you can get it up again after 10 minutes. It's amazing stuff, Debbie. <laughs> yeah, so go check it out, please. <laughs> Got some good drinks over there. Uh, I think we better God, I on. missed Debbie Energy here. <laughs> yeah. I missed it. I know. I missed it. You could have ordered some during break. Yeah, I did. They they won't return my calls now. I tried to log <laughs> I on. And they, why. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. They they've canceled our partnership, but we just keep running running these ads. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, don't tell them. They'll keep like, doing it. Free advertising. Free advertising. We're not gonna tell them that we're not gonna help them out anymore, though. Oh man. But uh, yeah. So go check them out. Help support the show. Get some good energy and nothing else. That's it. Just some really good energy. <laughs> Like, wait, nothing at all? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Just right. good, good, good energy without the crash. That's all. In good flavor. It tastes good. All right. Let's move on before JJ says something inappropriate and gets us canceled. All right. We are back. It's the time of the show where I ask you guys what you plan. So, you guys have plenty of time to play some games. Mm. JJ, there there is a game that you wanted to talk about on the yeah. last episode of 2022, but of course, you didn't show up because you love your job more <clears throat> than you love a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't remember that being. He can't yeah, resist okay. the taste of leather. <laughs> yeah and you 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 told us you're you told me anyways you're like there's a game i've been playing i really want to talk about it. i'm so mad i'm not on the yes. episode tonight and yes. then you winked i don't know why you winked after yeah you well, said i'm so mad when because i was like oh no i was totally prepared oh man shoot i'm not gonna make oh. it but anyways uh. what have, what you been playing jj tell me so 
I'm so glad that you asked, Garrett, Adrian, uh, and the listening audience. I've been playing more games in the last few weeks, the last month, than I have in a very long time. So the holiday sales were amazing. So I actually picked up a buttload of great platformers and indie games, little small games. Uh, Over the last week, I've been playing a game called The Great Perhaps, and it's a Russian platformer game where you're an astronaut and the world has like ended and you're like traveling back and forth in time as you are you're like trying to come up with clues to figure out what happened and see if you can reverse like the world ending it's it's really short it's not very long uh it took me a couple of hours to beat the game a lot of fun it's called the great perhaps and i picked it up for i think a dollar on uh, on play wow. PSM. You you so, heard it here first. JJ single handedly <laughs> supporting the Russian war effort. Hey, don't worry. This is <laughs> where what? Are... I was just getting ready to say he's playing Russian games. He got our <laughs> mail forwarded from some <laughs> guy hey, named Demeter. Hey, I just want to say, I might I be a say, spy, my good I, man. The the yeah the 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 views and opinions held by JD do not no, reflect no, no, Super no. Gamer Boys as a whole. I support Ukraine. I think we need to look up a couple of hotline numbers here. I support Ukraine. So uh, I don't so, believe it. <laughs> so, so really fun game, The Great Perhaps. I picked up a handful of other games. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to play any of them. I'm excited to talk about those in the future. But because of having Game Pass, I have been able to play a couple of really great games. Every night for a while, I have been coming home and playing with my daughter, who's seven. Uh, my little Emma, she's the apple of daddy's eye. And we've been playing Hello Neighbor 2. And so I've, I've seen this stuff a little bit here and there. And it's kind of a spooky game where you're sneaking into a house and you're getting caught and you get thrown out and you got to try to get back in. And there's various clues and you, you keep going through the levels of the home. And I've had so much fun with my daughter. And if you guys could, could be in my house in the evenings for that hour or maybe a little bit more of her squealing with laughter when we get caught and it just being so much fun to spend quality time with her it's it's everything to me so i've been having a lot of fun with hello neighbor 2 uh, the game is okay but it's more about like that interaction <laughs> that i'm getting with my daughter right you know, yeah, just yeah. just playing and and like getting scared like ah, they got me again you know and it's like <laughs> and like dude i'll tell you what like when he, when he shows up out of nowhere and catches you it is like, oh, dang, you know, you're thrown out. You're like, oh, my gosh. And it, it will it will jar you and kind of spook you a little bit. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. The other game that I've been playing, I don't know if you guys are fans. I'm a huge fan of Justin Roiland and Rick and Morty. And uh, this high game, on life, High huh? on Life, has <laughs> been, dude, guys, if there's one game that was meant for me, that was written for <laughs> me, that was. Garrett, we told him this, remember? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, so this is the same voices from Rick and Morty. Morty specifically is the uh, the voice of the gun that you're using throughout this game. And basically, it's an alien well, I mean, it's, invasion. It's just Justin, Justin Rowling does all the voices. He does right. all the characters. I don't, right, but like, I, I don't think he's doing I'm, it as Morty. But he's doing it. He's doing the Morty voice. A Morty you know, type it's like, voice. Okay. It, yeah, yeah. I so think he's just, uh, it's just how he sounds. <laughs> yeah. It might be just how he sounds. Yeah, right. have you seen an interview? He's, that's kind of just how he sounds, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just talking like that? Oh, yeah. So it's so much fun. It's so filthy as hell. Now, this is when the kids go to bed. That's when I'm playing this game. 
And dude, it's it's so much fun. So basically, there's an alien invasion, and uh, the aliens end up actually taking your home where you are with your sister, and they like transport your entire home and like uh, half a block around your house up onto some space station somewhere, and mm-hmm. you're you're tr- you're going through this crazy world where there's all these aliens and different various types of aliens. And at one point, like this alien kid gets in the thing and starts challenging you and like whatever. And like, so I just was like, and I shot the kid in the head and killed it. Right. Killed this alien kid and the alien kid fell down. And I was like, Holy crap. But the alien kid was like challenging me. He was like saying a bunch of stuff. And he's like, eh, whatever. I'll kill you. I'll cut your head. So I was like, Oh, and I just shot him. Right. And then the no. gun is talking to me and the gun says, what did you just do? You just killed a kid. Oh my God, dude, are you serious? And, and, and I'm like, oh dude, I was I not supposed to do that? And then like you go down a little bit further and then an identical alien that's a little older female is like, you're the one who just killed my son. And like, and I'm like, oh yeah, um, I did. Well, you know what? And she's like, it's okay. He deserved it. You know, I kept telling him to stop doing that to people that he was going to get shot in the face one day. And, and then uh, she goes, it's okay. <laughs> And like, and then you just leave that lady crying, and I'm like, oh I God. love this game. I'm this game was meant her. for I'm me. I'm surprised you didn't kill her, honestly. <laughs> oh, I with, tried. It wouldn't with work. how with how you play Red Dead Redemption <laughs> no, Two, so, I'm surprised so I, you didn't kill everyone. I think <laughs> so. I think I tried to shoot her, and the oh. gun was like, "Are you serious? What are you doing? You can't shoot her in the face." You know, like, dude, like, dude I'm telling oh, you guys, man. this game is so much better than it has any right to yeah. be. And it's so wonky and graphic and funny. And uh, if you guys like Rick and Morty, please give High on Life uh, a chance. Yeah, I installed it immediately after you said that. I'm like, all right, I got to give it a shot. I've had a chance to try it, but my plan was to, I want to play it and I want to stream it. I think it'd be fun to stream. So um, I, that, Absolutely. That was, that was Absolutely. my thought. So I have it installed. I just need to find like a day sometime this week or something and I think it'd be fun to like at least to kick it off. Maybe not play the whole thing online, but to, to stream a little bit of it because it's because mm-hmm. it's such an outlandish game. Like I think it'd be fun to hang out with people while we play it. But oh man, that's awesome! I'm glad you finally got to talk about. it. I know you've been holding that in for like two, three weeks now. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Adrian, what you playing? Uh, so I just uh, rolled credits on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which Woo! I oh. A masterpiece almost, man. It's like it's like rubbing on the edge of greatness. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, it's it's just it's so gorgeous. It honestly feels like it could have been a motion picture the way it, yeah. that it's animated so well. I have never seen animation as good on characters in a game as this one. It's it's oh my god. Ooh. Um the level design was awesome. Everything about it, pretty much, I I, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, only reason I say that is because the trophy list was a little bit awkward. I think there were a couple of ways they could have tightened that up. But the game itself is phenomenal. Um, I don't know when, what was it, 2021 it came out? I don't know if it was nominated for Game of the Year, but it should have been. Um, but I can understand how it wasn't because, you know, people view it as a kid's game. But, man, what a freaking game um yeah i saw you platinum day i i basically like 100 percented most of it but there was like a couple things i'm like i'm not gonna do that so that's why i didn't platinum it. i was just mm-hmm. like eh, i don't know <laughs> like i i think i got like i got a bunch of collectibles i got all the guns and upgrades stuff like that but 
I think there's like a couple other things that are just outside of that. And I'm like, mm. I don't know. I'm not going well, to bother I'm to, with it. I'm trying to make it a thing this year. So I want to platinum the Sony titles. So anything oh, else nice. can get like, you know, I'll finish it. But the the first party stuff, I want to get the platinum in. Nice. So um, that's awesome. Being that you had the the uh, the Series X and you had it from the get mm-hmm. and then you, you recently got rid of it. And now... You know, we, we had our moments with how you felt about Sony and the, and the PlayStation stuff. And now you have the PS5. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this generation now with the games that you have gotten an opportunity to play? Are they killing it? So far, it? so far yeah. they're, uh, what, two for two now? Because I, I started off with, with God of War. Um, well, Astro's Playroom, you started off. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, three for three, actually. Started off with Astro's. I think Astro is a uh, masterpiece as far as uh, showing off what a console is capable of. Um, and then God of War Ragnarok after that, which, I mean, come on now, the general consensus is it's, it's you know, in the top 10. I yeah. can see a lot of people putting it in their top 10. Um, and then now I just finished Ratchet and Clank. Same deal. Phenomenal. And now I'm on my way to starting Horizon. So as far as this lineup goes, I haven't run into anything that hasn't been at least great, Um, which speaks a lot to Sony. And I I think that's also attributed to the fact that they don't have 40 something studios to try to manage and, 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 you know, uh, keep in line like Microsoft does because realistically Phil Spencer, there's no way he can keep his eye on every single studio and make sure they're all doing what they're supposed to be doing and having somebody go in there and and say, Hey, this sucks, fix it. Right. Which is why we get so many subpar and so many mediocre games, but Sony's able to have their smaller, much smaller stable focus and they're able to go in there and troubleshoot and see what works and what doesn't in workshop. And that's why you get a much better product from them, which is what I'm experiencing at this point. That's not to say that we can't get great stuff from Microsoft. They are definitely capable of it. But I think management is just I, we've talked about this before that management, I don't think, is able to corral it's all these studios. Much. And yeah. that's why they're yeah, that's why they're falling by the wayside. Things are getting delayed. Things are getting you know released early. So when they yeah. were smaller, ready, when they were cooked. yeah, when they were smaller, Phil Spencer could keep an eye on all the studios and be like quality, 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 and kill it. But mm-hmm. now that they've bought out Bethesda and then they bought, picked up all these other random studios, they're in the middle of trying to get Activision Blizzard. Like now they have, you know, they've quadrupled the amount of studios that right. they had before, and he's Mojang. Still- yeah, and he's still trying to like single-handedly like keep an eye on everything. It's like, no, you got to start relegating that stuff to like other people. Like, hey, you do these 10, you do these 10, you do these 10, like, you know, cuz when you're trying to yeah, manage 40 some studio or well, however many they have, it's like that's not that's not doable, but so, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but so far, uh I don't really have any complaints. Um that's awesome. Games are great. Hardware seems to be holding up fine. It's still not my favorite design, but it's I can tolerate it now as far as a console. Um, the hardware, you mean, or like even like the menus and stuff? 
the menu is 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 okay i think um i i think i like the cross media bar more but of course this is just the evolution of that i mean you can tell there's yeah. still like dna of our cross media bar but i think mm-hmm. i think there's some some work that they could still uh do on it but overall i'd say i'm having a a positive experience so better than the xbox huh? yeah yeah Far, and least. I hate to say that because I would love for both of them to be doing well, but absolutely, yeah. got to call a spade a spade. Um, so yeah, I finished Ratchet and Clank, and now I'm on to uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, which man, I I have not played but maybe about 15 minutes, and good grief, like every single one of these games that I've played has just been absolutely this, gorgeous. Yeah, your jaw just drops. Like, how can it look Every any better? Time. And then you play the next one, you're like, how right. can it look any better? <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. And I'm like, man, they all look and play phenomenal. And, and it's what's, just... What's incredible mm-hmm. is that's even with games... I mean, with Ratchet & Clank, that only came out on PS5. But, like, God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West both came out on PS4. And they still look as good as they do on the PS5 version. Like, even with right. that kind of, like that holding them back a little bit so man like it's 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 insane the the power that the playstation has that still hasn't fully been unleashed but even with just no. like the little taste that we're getting it still just blows mm-hmm. ps4 out of the water in, in a lot of ways which is so cool i feel like ratchet and clank i don't think that even that took advantage of the full oh. hardware i feel no, like no, no. Totally. i feel like that was a last minute switch to be like nope make it ps5 only i feel like insomniac probably pushed for that yeah, um that could be i mean be, uh, well no just, i think just, sony pushed for it because they wanted something that could only be on that console right which was that and which was returnal which i'm also excited to get into um down the road um and then i also picked up and started uh persona 5 royal on the switch um, so expect to hear updates about oh, that for the next few months. What's that? It's out now? It's been out for a while. I just uh, hadn't gotten around to picking it up. Okay. Yeah. So nice. I'll keep you posted on that. Sweet. Oh, well, I have been playing Chrono Trigger since that's the book club game. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's fun. I'll talk more about it on the book club episodes later this month. But uh it's a game I've been playing on 3DS. Uh, sorry, my 2DS. What is it? I don't know. But it's a 2DS. It's a 2DS, yeah, it's, you it's have. A 2DS XL that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, this is like the perfect, the perfect little console to play it on. Like, it just feels so good. Um, the screens are like, I, I like it. That, yeah, it's the XL, so it's the bigger screens, a bigger touchscreen. Um, really, it's. I'm glad I picked that up. I'm glad you told me about that because I originally I bought it on Steam because I'm like, you can't play it anywhere unless I want to play like on original console, which I was like, I don't want to drag my PS1 out at this point. Like, I just want to play something easy. And I was hoping mm-hmm. it was on the Switch and it blew my mind that it wasn't on Switch yet. Can't believe it. Um, but uh, when you told me it was on 3DS, I picked it up and immediately I'm like, oh, man, this is like the way to play. Like, it feels so good. Like having the second screen for like all like the menu stuff is battle nice. info and menus yeah um it feels good this it sounds good even um fantastic little little system there like i like the 3ds so and i was able to get my refund on steam i bought it on steam and i was like nope <laughs> refund that sucker I'm, perfect I'm, I'm, perfect I'm on, I'm on 3ds uh i also played a bunch of dark tide i actually streamed uh the last even though we didn't have an episode recording monday nights 
the last two Mondays, I've been still playing games and streaming, played some Dark Tide, Warhammer Dark Tide with my brother, which was a blast. Fantastic Warhammer game, uh, which again, I mentioned it a few weeks ago when I had played it. But if you liked Vermintide before, play this game. It's just so freaking fun. Like this fighting hordes. It's just horde mode, multiplayer horde mode, you know, but in the Warhammer world. So. Did you do some math homework while you were playing, you nerd? No. <laughs> no. If you like the horde mode from Gears of War or like the zombies from Call of Duty, like you would like this game because it's or like Left 4 Dead. That's really like Left 4 Dead with bigger hordes of zombies, essentially. Like you're going through a map uh, from point A to point B, completing objectives while there's just hordes and uh, crazy bosses and enemies coming at you. It's so much fun. There's even like a, a, a like a, it's called the Demon Host, um, like this character. It's basically like the witch from from Left 4 Dead, where if you like get near it, it'll startle it and then come attack you. If you leave it alone, it'll just like <laughs> sit there. Um, it's a blast. I love it. And it looks freaking gorgeous. Like I turned it down to low settings at one point just because I'm like, oh, my frames were dropping or whatever on the computer while I was streaming it. And it still like looked absolutely gorgeous even on like low graphical settings so i don't know what magic they're doing over there at the whatever i don't even know what studio made it but that it's a beautiful game uh through and through so check that out it's on game pass it's free so i mean if you have a game pass you might as well uh, and the last thing i played uh is even nerdier than warhammer um but it was actually a lot of fun uh so i played this game which isn't really a game called dcs world that stands for Digital Combat Simulator. So this is something my brother recommended. I was playing Dark Tide with him, and one night he, after we got done playing, he's like, hey, like you should check out this flight simulator. Go check it out. I'm like, all right, cool. So he's like, it's free. Is it like tabs? Go download it. So no, it's a super hyper-realistic flight simulator, like like just like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, flight. I thought you said fight simulator. No, sorry, yeah, flight. Flight, as in like flying things. Um, But it's focused more on military craft uh for those of you who don't know my brother's in the army and so he's like hey there's a sick game it's flight simulator but it's military vehicles like jets helicopters stuff like that and it's free free to play so i download this thing and it has huh. vr support so for about a week eh, maybe not a full week about three or four nights the one week though we uh we jumped in and we're trying attempting to pilot an apache helicopter do running some missions where we can actually do multiplayer. So he was in the pilot seat, you know, taking off, flying on this helicopter around. I'm in the co-pilot seat in the front of this Apache in VR. We can like look around, look at each other. I'm reaching around, flipping knobs and switches and stuff. Um, and uh, I was in the front or in the gunner position running like the missiles and the machine gun and all that stuff. And we were having a lot of fun. It, But let me tell you, it is freaking hard. It's a simulator, so it is accurate. Like, he literally sent me a website. He's like, all right, here's the flight manual. <laughs> and it was straight up just a PDF with pictures of, like, actual cockpits or, like, screenshots of, like, actual cockpit of, of, like, an Apache. And, like, all right, this switch does this, and this knob does this, and this throttle, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, by the time I was done, I'm like, I could, I could fly an actual Apache helicopter right now. Like, if you wanted me to, I'd just, like, I'd run out there. I know how to fire those missiles. That's easy peasy. Like I do that. I, I can do that in my sleep now. So I don't know. And then I, your brother was like, hey, isn't this really fun? Isn't this cool? Maybe you should <laughs> sign up for the army and join me. <laughs> yeah. I'm too It's old a for secret that. recruiting tool. It's propaganda. It's propaganda. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what he probably gets a bonus if I sign on, huh? I'm Man. telling you. <laughs> I it's I propaganda. Known. I should have known. 
Uh, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I I honestly was having a blast. We we were having we it gave us a headache for a couple nights because the controls were so hard to get set up. But once the controls are set up in VR, it's, it's a mixture between VR controls and then I was even using my DualShock for like some of like the missile stuff, like for lock on and stuff like that. Um, since I don't have a joystick, you know, like he my brother has all like the, you know, he's a single guy with you know in the army, so he has some money. So he just like he has like the flight stick, the throttles, like all the actual official gear. Of course like he does. Uh, where I'm over here like, well, I, I have a PlayStation controller. Can I use that? He's like, yeah, yeah, you can use that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're having a blast in that. If anything, it was just fun to like to spend time with my brother in, in a video game because we don't get to do that often. So to play Dark Tide with him, play DCS, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was fun, like little Christmas holiday break, spending some time with my brother and playing some fun games. So. Yeah, good 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 times <laughs> see bro, uh, you don't even need a flight stick you could just sign up and and you can mess with the real one yeah <laughs> just fly fly a real one come come right. try it out uh except in in dcs if if it, we get hit you know the screen just goes black and it says re, you know game over in real life <laughs> it's a little more permanent unfortunately <laughs> There's no Dark Souls ending. You die. I mean, the screen does go black and it is game over. Yeah, so. I guess so. I guess in a lot of ways it's the same. There's just no restart button. That's all. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys all so much for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate each and every one of you for uh, bearing with us through uh, through the holiday break there. We took a couple weeks off. Um, if you missed this, uh, the book club episodes, make sure to go listen to those because uh, they were fantastic. Um, and remember, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys to get those early and ad free. Um, like the uh, the episode we were talking about, the Kingdom Hearts episode. You should go check that out. That was a lot of fun. Um, so support us over there. Get episodes early and ad free. Check out Super Gamer Book Club because that's an amazing show that Adrian hosts. I feel like it doesn't get enough love. We talk about it a lot and I feel like it doesn't get enough love. So go listen to it right now. If you're not subscribed to it, you can find it on podcast feeds and YouTube. Go watch it. Go listen. It's fantastic. Uh, SGPstore.com is another way you can support us. Go over there and buy some merch. You can get a coffee mug. You can get t-shirts. You can get stickers. Uh, and uh, help rep the, our, uh, our our podcast. Share it with your friends. They might be like, hey, what's that? You know, wearing a cool t-shirt, wearing a cool coffee, wearing a coffee mug, using your coffee mug. Um, go check it out and help. Uh, yeah, show it. Show it off. Show off your Super Game Royce pride. Um, and uh, Adrian was... He's been working on some some new stuff, maybe. I uh, I was getting ready to say, and you may not be wearing those designs for too much longer. Yeah, we'll I uh, he tried to share the designs with me, but the app he was using <laughs> does not work. So, or at least on my <laughs> end, my, my phone was not happy with it. So I need to get those designs from him in another way. But um, from what I thought, from what I can kind of see, they're looking pretty sick. So uh, look forward to that. I'm excited. Got some to see. stuff brewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember, you can support us over at w.gg. Use our code SGB, get 10% off. Rate and review us where we can. That's something we talk about not every episode, but we try to touch on it once in a while. Over on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a review for us. That helps tremendously. And on YouTube, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe. Uh, it's amazing the amount of you who are not subscribed. You watch our stuff and you're not subscribed. I don't know how you find our stuff or how you knew how you even knew that we put out new content if you're not subscribed. And thank you for watching, it. of course. Thank you for watching, but it's, does, it doesn't cost anything. It's $0 for you to just click the subscribe button. And just, you know what? I would prefer you to turn on notifications, but if it's really that that much of an issue, just turn off notifications. I, I'd be happy with your sub, even if you, don't, yeah. you don't, even if you don't ever get notified of our new stuff again. So go ahead. 
just no, let I, it go into a backlog and then you can come back and just binge yeah. it. Yeah. We're going to be we're going to be the the one and only YouTube channel to ever say this. But I want you to smash that subscribe button. Don't hit the bell though. Don't do it. Unless you want to, you know. Just, <laughs> just leave it. Just leave it because you know what? I'm just happy with your subscription. I don't like I would love you to watch it as well, but if that's annoying to you, just turn it off and then come back and watch like six months worth of episodes in, in, a, in a day. Just binge it. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Remember, you can find them over on Apple Music and Spotify. Links to, to their stuff in the show description. You can find us during the week at SuperGamerBoys.com, Twitter and Instagram at SuperGamerBoys. I am over on Twitter and Instagram at G Morlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. And JJ, where can they find you at? You can find my personal Twitter at JJ Purdom. You can always follow me over at the Suplex City Pod. The Suplex City Podcast is each and every week, of course, produced by the Super Gamer Boys. And this next upcoming show, we're going to be talking all about Vince McMahon coming back, hostile takeover, returning to the board of directors at the WWE. It's insanity. It's crazier than it any wrestling bit. angle. It yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, also... You just launched your new YouTube channel. So go check them out. YouTube.com slash at YouTube's doing the weird thing where now they have like handles like you do on Twitter. So it's YouTube.com slash at Suplex City Pod. I don't know. If you don't put if you don't put the ad on there, you don't go to it. So make sure you pad the ad. Silly me. It's it's super brand new. But yeah, please go check us out on YouTube. And if you can subscribe there as well, guys, Uh, we are not only going to be putting our podcast up there, but we're also doing other content. And uh, we're starting to do some reels, some TikToks, some uh, YouTube shorts, and some stuff like that. So please go give it a go give it a follow. Heck yeah! All right, uh, that's all I got. JJ. Uh, all right, and that's all I got. And for Adrian Homeboy Holmes, for Garrett Morlang, and for myself, JJ Purdom, we are the Super Gamer Boys, and we will catch you on the flippity flop. We back, no baby. Idea. I was I was holding back so much, Garrett. I wanted to like just pound your little sack right now so no. much. Ow! What? What? I just wanted to like just you know just. What give are you it phrase that? When when Phrasing. I say pound his sack, Phrasing. I didn't mean it like that. No no no, it's you're too taking late. it the wrong it's way. It's on the internet. Bye bye. <laughs>